0: Sentire media. Good evening and welcome.
1: Buonasera.
0: Buonasera. Welcome. This is the 28th of July. It is 10:15 in the evening, and we're sitting down to do our podcast here because pizza night has been canceled. Our uh, first storm of the summer, our first real storm, rolled in this evening. Uh, Thunder and Lightning. Thunder and Lightning and canceled, uh, rained us out. Because it's no fun to do pizza at night when it's rainy inside. Pizza night's an outdoor thing.
1: It is. And we drove around looking for some guests from an outside place who wanted to come and eat. And we have no idea where they were staying.
0: Well, it we learned a valuable lesson, yes? Take a phone number. Take a phone number. <laughs>
1: so we don't drive around like maniacs looking for you.
0: But um, before we get started in the podcast, um, we want to thank everyone for um, downloading and listening. It's incredible how many...
1: Incredible
0: how many people listen. We had to go out and we had to go and buy bandwidth to... Uh, so, we have
1: over 500 subscribers. It's yeah. absolutely incredible. You guys freaking rock. Thank you so much.
0: Um, I never... Now it's kind of weird. I, I have to watch what I say.
1: <laughs> yeah. I thought there was no one listening.
0: But, um, so, yeah. So, it's a little break from the heat. The garden got watered by Mother Nature this evening, which is wonderful. And mm-hmm. it's supposed to rain again tomorrow. So, we're going to uh, push pizza night to Friday night. But it looks like we'll be... Figuring something else out tomorrow night. We'll make it happen. I'm mm-hmm. not worried about it. Um, The garden. The garden is starting to produce. Produce nicely. We oh had, my
1: god. We got to pull out our first onions the other day. Uh,
0: yeah. The white onions were delicious. They're still young so they have I kind of the freaking world. little red stripes on them. Mm-hmm. Uh, we harvested our basil and made a bunch of pesto because the basil was starting to flower.
1: And you were able to freeze it because you didn't put the cheese in it, right?
0: Uh, yeah, we ate as much as we could fresh, and then if you put basil, why it will, does it do that? I don't or know what we, happens. I don't know what. I guess the cheese just kind of takes on the moisture. But uh, pe- everyone around here tells me if you make your pesto and put it in glass jars without the cheese, don't put the Parmesan cheese in it, that it'll freeze very nicely. But so what
1: happens if you did leave the cheese in?
0: I don't know I'm not certain, but I would guess that the cheese kind of holds onto the moisture and just turns into mush.
1: So it gets gross.
0: I guess I I'm I'm following directions from people who've done it before. So they say leave the cheese out and freeze it. So we did. So um it is so good too. Yeah, well, so next uh, podcast we'll pull it out of the we'll we'll have pulled it out of the freezer and try it out and see what happens. Uh other things coming off the garden um Tomatoes, of course. Our melons are almost ready. I tried one the other day. It was so little green. Eggplant? Eggplant we've been eating. Um, lettuce, of course. Cucumbers.
1: What about the peppers?
0: Peppers we've been eating. Uh, but
1: the rucola didn't take.
0: I replanted rucola. We'll have right. it in a week.
1: And what else? Zucchini?
0: Zucchini. But they're
1: smaller this year than last year.
0: Only here. Everything else looks great, but our zucchini didn't take very well. I have no idea why. Maybe the seed? I, I don't know. Our zucchini just didn't look good.
1: Well, next year. Uh,
0: the Dutch have arrived. We, oh my gosh. The, I don't know what happened this year, if there was a little bit of uh, publicity done in Holland for the Marque, but there's tons of... You can know the Dutch cars because they have yellow license plates. So and
1: they're packed.
0: Yes. So everywhere you go you see Dutch and we have
1: full house. Uh,
0: Yeah, everyone's Dutch. Yep. (laughs) Who's here? So it's nice. It's a little bit of Holland down in... (laughs) So
1: We get to use the words we learned when we lived in Amsterdam for a little bit, and uh, it's kind of fun to pull them out and surprise the guests when we say something in Dutch.
0: I think that they're pretty mortified how we butcher their language. Probably.
1: They speak English absolutely impeccably, but it's fun to uh, say a few words here and there. Um, Javel. Javel. So what else... Oh my gosh! We've been having tons of festivals again. Um, Pian di Meleto near um, Lunano, outside of Sant'Angelo and every year has a freaking fantastic uh, medieval festival. And this one, you have to pay five euros to get in. It's worth it. Though. It is, and the streets are covered in hay. And there's a um, huge
0: mar- There's a huge medieval market.
1: Yes, it's.
0: Awesome. Everyone dre- um, tons of people dressed in a up.
1: There's glass blowers. Okay, but my question is like you see people dyeing um yarn and all of that, but are all like that I know they still do in the old fashion or that some people really do? But like we saw that guy with that enormous wooden thing that blew the air into the coals.
0: Yeah, he was a smith.
1: Yes. But he doesn't really use that at home, does he? Or does he? I don't know. No.
0: I'm not thinking
1: he wears his medieval getup at home. No, they don't
0: use colon with a with a. They use a big. You would have a I mean, big propane. How
1: pro do you know how to use that?
0: Oh, that I have no. That's idea. That's what I mean. Like I don't how know. do the
1: people? Because they're not just standing. Well, I'm there. sure
0: it's like anything else. When you become a professional, uh, you know, he's a professional metal worker. He knows how to work with metal in the old anything. style way. You know, because you kind of learn the old style way first, and then you can learn. How to use with the with the uh, modern t- tools?
1: I just thought it was interesting because there was the guy carving the wood with the spinner thing,
0: the lathe.
1: Yeah, the well, lathes cool. are
0: still used. It's just there's a motor on it now instead of a foot it's pedal. Foot
1: pedal, but it just was kind of neat. And they had the flag bearers and the um...
0: knights dressed up in full on met, full oh on. Um, what do you call it? The suit of armor.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, full on suits of armor. It was great. We ate sausages on Um, crostoli. I bet Jason
1: dropped a sausage and put it right back in. Oh, yeah.
0: Sausage hit the floor. No problem. Five second rule all the way.
1: By the floor, we mean the ground. The
0: ground outside. (laughs) But it's cool. That's even better. That's nature. (laughs) But um, crostoli. Crostoli are the equivalent of the Italian tortilla. There's also piandina romagnolo, which is a little bit, which doesn't have egg, and the crostolo does. It's a flaky. It's basically egg. Um, pork well, what's
1: the key ingredient?
0: Pork fat. Oh, of course. Egg, pork fat, flour, Pork fat's Going to
1: get you every time.
0: And you grill them. Um, you grill them on the uh, on the fire, right?
1: Yeah. Remember, you've
0: done them. Yeah. No, I've done them in Crostoli. I do piadina. Mm. Um, and they put grilled sausages in them. Oh, it's delicious. It's it is. It's awesome. It is
1: so good. And
0: it's the typical fair Italian. Like that's the Italian corn dog of the area. I would mm-hmm. say. Of our area, anyway. Any festival you go to, you're bound to find piadine or cristoli with um, always sausage, prosciutto cheese, um, stracchino, which is a soft cow's milk cheese, which is delicious, and rucola, arugula. But stick to sausage, man. It's good everywhere. Stick to sausage. I'm... Stick to the meat, <sighs> baby. It
1: is. And speaking of meat and eating, we also happened upon another festival when we were coming home from buying more wine.
0: Uh, in Senegalia, but that wasn't meat, that was No, fish. but that
1: was, and that was, we overheard a, someone next to us call it the um, sagra di caloria.
0: No, the sagra di caloria, so, so a sagra is a feast, and, and you'll see, they'll have sagras of different things all over the place, they'll have sagras of porcini, and sagras of tagliatelle, or
1: patate,
0: or potatoes, but sagra just means feast, and he was talking about the ice cream thing that he got. So, okay,
1: well, first let's start about the food. The meal. You come in, and we, we just happened upon t- this town coming home, and we were like, oh, we Senegal, yeah, On yeah, the coast. Yeah, on the coast. And we decided, oh, let's stop here. We'll find something to eat. We put a reservation in and a little restaurant. We thought, great. And then we're walking around, and we realize, oh my god, the restaurant's empty because there's a huge festival in town for fish. And they have two different menus. And I guess not really just a fish festival, but they were celebrating the foods of the small towns surrounding the Yeah, Like, the neighborhoods. Did
0: you just burp into the microphone? No,
1: it was just the way I was moving. (laughs) And anyway, um... It was so good, so you could pick a blue menu or a green menu, and I think we picked the green, whatever. And- Grilled
0: fish. Oh, and- yeah, it was tag good. Tagliatelle with sugo d- uh, sauce of fish. But and- that's what I was
1: going to say. Jason ordered um, a fish sauce pasta, for lack of a better translation, and that is something you would never have ordered in the States at a festival, Correct me if I'm wrong. Would you have ever ordered a pasta dish? When
0: would you see... When would they ever in the States no, have fresh saying, pasta?
1: That's what I was going to say. That it's fresh pasta. Made it's...
0: by Maria. Yes! <laughs> in the program, it has all <laughs> the people who donated things, you know, like white wine from Asienda so-and-so, and the the um, meat came from this, and the fish came from this boat, and then it said the tagliatelle, and it just said, Maria. I love it. So I it. guess Maria was making tagliatelle. There was thousands of people, so... Maria must have been making tagliatelle for quite a while. Yes. Good job, Maria. I but, liked your tagliatelle. Was
1: awesome. That was so delicious. And I had lasagna, and it was a hot night. But that, you think, oh my god, how am I going to choke down the artichoke lasagna? It happened. It went down nice and easy. And all the grilled fish, that was so but good. But get
0: to the sagra di caloria. Okay. The sagra of calories. Well, the feast of calories.
1: I started seeing all these people. Um, we were in the middle of this big piazza people kind of show up on the outskirts and catch my eye with this huge dessert in their hand. And I was like, tell me more about this. Where can I find that? Well, Jason does a little inspecting work um, and comes across a little cafe right there. And sure enough, you can get a brioche or what you call it a sweet hamburger bone for a lack of a better term. Cut open,
0: <laughs> no, Please don't call it a sweet hamburger. Bun. <laughs> that's, well, that's
1: what it looks like in the uh, back.
0: well, the the shape. Okay, yeah, the yeah. Shape it looks
1: like, like a hamburger bun. Because I thought, what the? What are they eating over there? They and it was with like three scoops of gelato and then a ton of whipped cream. And I just kept thinking to myself, oh. <laughs> That's got my name written all over it. And sure enough, after even eating all of that food and drinking the wine, I had space. Well we had to have a little timeout breather kind of. We to watched sit the there.
0: procession. They had a uh-huh. procession of
1: And Jason was like, You're not really gonna order one of those, are you? You can't possibly be hungry. And I was like, I haven't stopped thinking about it until the moment I laid eyes from the moment I laid eyes on it. And Let's just say Jason ended up eating more than I did.
0: <laughs> no, I didn't.
1: Yes! You made so much fun of me of getting it, and then you couldn't stop eating it either. Well,
0: it was freaking awesome. It was so say. good.
1: So, we partake in the sagra di caloria whenever possible.
0: But, um, enough of food. We Let's talk about something else. Let's change, let's change gears here. Change good, gears? Good transition. Um, we're going to continue now in our... Uh, answering questions and comments left by you guys on iTunes, or you can email us at info at dot Um, we had one a couple of weeks ago that wanted us to basically tell the whole story of how we got here, what we're um, the planning that went into it, how we chose Lamarque, and that's we ch- we uh, talked about that last week. And this week
1: of how we chose Lamar-K. of
0: how we chose Lamarque, And this week we're going to talk about another very important part of <clears throat> our lives here, and someone you'll hear us refer to all the time, and that's the good doctor, Doctor Godji, Doctor yes. Satimio Gadji, Who is he?
1: Well, he is a funny man. Should we say how we met him?
0: Let's start from the beginning. Yes. we When we first moved in.
1: Okay. To when we were delivering the, the yeah. apple pies? Yeah. Okay. So, we did something so quintessentially American we had no idea... And we decided. Well, okay, if you move into a home, you should deliver.
0: You should go and introduce yourself. Yeah,
1: introduce yourself and like bake some cookies or an apple pie or something for your neighbors. Actually,
0: Megan, True. your no, sister. No,
1: side note. My sister baked the pies, and she, so we ma- She made all these pies for our neighbors, and then we went and well delivered and them.
0: Everyone on the road. Yeah, there was maybe five houses on mm-hmm. the road. Yeah.
1: And we went to deliver him and introduced ourselves. And we stopped by Basilio's. Um,
0: About a kilometer up the road.
1: Uh huh. And he's got a little farm. And we introduced ourselves. Got to know him. And there was a. F- now looking back, I remember. I
0: remember him too. Yeah,
1: there was a guy making fun of Basilio, saying, "Oh, look
0: at his look at his poncho. Look at that belly. He doesn't need that." And he's that gonna apple eat it pie. all. Yeah. He's gonna
1: eat it all. And we, I was like, yeah, I don't know. Okay, whatever. And then, like, a week or two later, we come back to the house one day, and there's a little note
0: on the door. This is his business card.
1: Yes, his business card with a note on the back. And it just said, in his classic bossy way, come to, jump up to my house at dinner on Tuesday and bring the girl. And bring the other girl. And we were like, oh, what? What is this? And bring me other girl. How do they know who we are? How do they know Megan's here? My sister, because she was here with us. We thought, oh my god, someone's spying us. Jason was convinced it was the local mafia, which doesn't even exist, but that they were wanting their cut. <laughs> and they were like, ah, oh, we want these Americans. And then our imagination went absolutely skyrocketing. We flipped the card over; it says cardiologist, and we're like, oh, what if he wants to have it take out her heart? So we just totally were ridiculous.
0: Well, it was our first. It was really the first. Two weeks we were here, so it was our first invitation to someone's house.
1: And I remember calling first of all at that period to even calling anyone on the phone was a freaking disaster. It was like you call, no, you call. We were so scared. Well, to death mean, we of we would the ri- phone. we would have
0: to write out what we were going to say oh, and God. have it all practiced out. And then, God forbid, and, and, and God forbid, and, a question and, that wasn't on, that wasn't uh, anticipated seriously, comes.
1: Seriously, and they talk so fast, the, the Italians on the phone, and. So somehow I lost the Rochambeau, the paper, rock, scissors, or something. And I was the one who was supposed to call Gaji and confirm that we would be there for dinner. We had no clue who the hell this was. Still thinking this is probably the mafia. And (laughs) so he's telling me how to get to his house again. I'm not understanding any of this. I'm like, I think he said the word three. I have no idea. And somehow we find our way to his house. And we get up there, and as soon as we see him and him and his wife, La Rosana, Rosana opened the door, I re- we realize, oh my God, okay, we've seen this guy on the road. He passes Kakamon at our house all the time. And he had a little twinkle in his eye and all of this, and we sit down for dinner. Ugh, conversation was lackluster. We could barely hold our own.
0: I think he probably just made fun of us most of the time.
1: We are, I had no I have idea.
0: no idea. Our our conversational Italian was basically, you know, we had about 9 months of Italian lessons before we moved. And it gives you a good basis of the language, but not you know, learning from a book and and being in a conversational, practical setting uh, is totally different. And so, not just
1: conversational setting. Like, a dinner that lasts three hours. Yes. Yeah, so <laughs> our
0: vocabulary was used up after oh, 20 minutes. And,
1: side note, neither him nor his wife speak an ounce of No, not of a English, single word Not of a but single word. But,
0: the doctor is what we found out that first night. He is a son of America. He loves America. He's the only one who drives a big, cheap Amer- uh, Grand Cherokee. He uh, loves uh, Western movies. He loves Walker Texas Ranger. Walker Texas Ranger. And I do take back
1: what is the phrase he does know in English?
0: One shot, one kill. (laughs) So he was this little funny man, and then from then on, it was like okay. And then sometimes he would pop by and just start mowing the lawn, or or we would
1: be gone and we come home and he's mowing. He's mowing our lawn,
0: and or we come home and he's trimming the bushes, or. He just stops over and, and comes and sits down at our table and smokes cigarettes and wants coffee. So he, we kind of just, I don't know, th- through... Uh, um, I don't, I don't know. know.
1: We just kind of were adopted by them. Him and his wife don't have kids. And the next question we get about Dr. Gaji, first is how who is he? And then, is he really a doctor? <laughs>
0: we do not... <laughs> because
1: we, we will sometimes refer to him as gaji the Godster, the doc- or the doctor. The doctor.
0: And um, I didn't believe he was a real doctor until we went... Out. he. They have two homes. He's. They live in Fano on the coast, but they're retired and they have a well, house... Well, he's semi-retired. He's semi... Yeah, he works in August when there's when they need help. But um, they have a house here in Piobico as well. And I didn't believe he was a doctor until we went to his house in Fano and saw... Yes, he actually has diplomas and certificates on the wall which and he does know his stuff,
1: yeah, and he's actually come in really handy with some of the guests who have either gotten sick or thought they were getting sick or broke a leg <laughs> and have has done some uh, house calls, which is really nice, but more than that, those two are just.
0: Well, we feel like they're basically family i mean Absolutely. we we have dinner with them several times a week, more so in the in the spring and the fall and the winter when we're not as busy um but
1: they'll come over unannounced and all of a sudden with a bag of to killed chickens and I guess now today we're plucking chickens. They
0: teach us everything that we've learned how to do here in Italy. Uh, the doctor took me into town and introduced me to the mechanic and introduced me to the girl who works at the coffee shop. And he and did that
1: to vouch for you. Yeah,
0: it was kind of like this is Jason, he's he's okay, I vouched for him and they've really taken a, I mean we couldn't do this without them.
1: Oh, I mean he, if you're here you'll see him. Yeah, if
0: you come and stay with us you will know who the doctor is. You'll also know his, Dog Tom, Tom, and um, he's just a character. He, he's just great. I love and them an both.
1: Absolute lifesaver with the garden, with everything. It, They've been wonderful. We're very lucky to have them.
0: So that is our unofficial, our uh, adopted mother and uh, our adopted Italian parents, Doctor Gaggi and La Rosana. And um, so now, when we refer to the doctor or Gaggi, you'll, you'll know who we're talking about. And, well
1: and. Can we say a little funny thing about him? What's that? Well, he's really bossy. He likes to bust your chops. He's always got this little uh,
0: sparkle in his eyes,
1: smirk, and his telltale sign is there's a cigarette in his hand.
0: And that is what
1: we love about him. He's a total um, oxymoron. He's a cardiologist, for God's sakes, who loves to chain smoke pork fat. (laughs) I mean, have you ever heard of that before?
0: He also loves a little bit of scotch after dinner and yeah. Sambuca in his coffee. Yep. Yeah. And he's tiny. I don't think he weighs 130 pounds.
1: Nope. And we had, when we first met him, I wrote a blog post and put car, um, pork fat, cardiologist recommended. And he likes to say how you can fry things in pork fat
0: or and at least not um, as bad potatoes
1: you. and it's not as bad for you and all this. Mm. So I wrote this funny post about it. And he comes in and, with some friends, and he and he goes, Ashley, show them on your your website where it says I love cigarettes, and that was, I guess, the translation for chain smoking. And I thought, oh shit, like he is going to be so pissed that I wrote that. And he goes, I said, oh, I was just trying to be funny this and that. He goes, no, 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 that that I don't care about that. He goes, I just, you said I like pork fat. I don't want anyone to think I'm fat. <laughs> Forget that. He's so skinny.
0: <coughs> but if you check out our blog or uh Italia magazine, there's a big article on the Doctor and, yes, his, and La Rosana and he's all over the blog, so
1: And you'll hear the Godsters name pop up many times. So
0: Check him out. Yes. Um coming up this week and next week.
1: Well, how much pasta did you make this week?
0: This week of pasta, not as much as last week. Maybe I made four kilos three and a half kilos of pasta like eight pounds uh seven pounds or so yeah not as crazy as last week
1: and your favorite sauce right now
0: uh,
1: or, well, the last sauce you made. Let's just say that.
0: Two days ago for the pasta night. We started doing a pasta night. So Thursdays is pizza. And then Tuesdays, since we have all these kids, we have t- like 12 or 13 kids here Well, right that's now. just right now. Uh, we decided to do just kind of like a pasta night. Just some a simple dinner pasta and, um, and salad. salad and dessert. And we made... Um, the sauce was zucchini with uh, zucchini flowers, Just a real light, nice...
1: With cherry tomatoes. cherry
0: tomatoes and a little bit of prosciutto just to give it some flavor. That's and, good. And um, so that's the one I, I did this week. And then... I don't know. It turned cold and it turned cold. So now I want to do more heavy ones. Maybe we'll do baked pasta tomorrow night if we can't do uh, pizza because it rains again.
1: Alright. Alright. I'm down. I'll eat whatever.
0: Uh, coming up this weekend. What are we doing this weekend? I have no... It's the first, no? Oh, my God. Yeah, tons of festivals going on uh, this weekend. Outside of Urbana is a big fried fish festival. There is the uh, Rossini um, Opera starts the 1st of August in Pesaro. Um, what else is going on around here?
1: Ferragosto is soon?
0: Yep. Ferragosto, or the, culminate, the celebration of summer, 15th of August, is coming up. We still don't know what we're doing. We thought we were going to have a bunch of... Italian's coming, and they canceled, so we have to rethink what we're going to do. Maybe we'll go simpler this year, because last year we had 100 people for, for Ferragosto. And
1: it was a bit crazy.
0: It was a bit crazy. I don't want to do that this year. It's not worth it.
1: So what's our word of the week?
0: We talked about it. I totally forgot what we were going to do. Oh, facciamo la corn now. Uh-huh. You just used that today.
1: Yep. So I'll tell you how I used it and then, do you want to tell the f- how, what it's about, or do you want to say what it's about? Why don't you say what it means, and then we'll use a practical <laughs> example.
0: Facciamo la corna. We make the horns. La corna is like the horns on um, a bull or a horn on on deer. And when you you hold up like you were doing um, hook'em horns for the yep. Texas Longhorns. It's Just- the same <laughs> same hand gesture. Yep. <laughs> and um, when you say it's basically, you make the horns to ward off the bad spirits or keep the Keep uh, keep bad spirits or bad things away from happening. Kind of like happening. the
1: equivalent to knock on wood.
0: Yeah, that's an excellent translation. Uh-huh. So how'd you use it at the cafe this evening? So
1: tonight, because there was the big storm, um, that was the talk of the town, of course. And I said, oh, we didn't have to water tonight. That was lucky. And they said, oh, you won't have to water tomorrow either. And then Davide at the cafe said, well, were you here five or six years ago? Which actually I took as a compliment that he was thinking we would have been. And I said, no, not not then. And he said, well, the eve of Ferragosto, the eve of the 15th of August, there was a huge storm. And the straight road from Ferragosto to Urbana, all the cars that were along that road were destroyed by hail, like golf ball size. He was just saying the sky turned black. And I thought maybe it was a tornado or something. And he said... I hope it doesn't happen this year, and I said, facciamo la corna, and he said, brava, si, facciamo la corna. Let's
0: make the horns, yep. ward off the bad spirits. Knock on
1: wood, baby, because I don't want that to happen.
0: Not, no. But it's good that we have a little bit of water right now, because...
1: But the hail would kill the garden.
0: Hail will kill the garden, but water is good right now. That'll make mushrooms in the fall. Yep. Lots of, water, lots of good rain in August and September brings mushrooms in November.
1: Mm-hmm. All right,
0: baby, bring it home.
1: Bring it on home.
0: Oh. Our longest podcast to date, 25 minutes oh and counting. Oh my it's all the talk. It is. Well, I want to thank everyone for listening, yes. and um, please leave a comment or a um. That really rating. helps
1: our uh, like rating go up and everything. On iTunes. You can mm-hmm. find us on
0: iTunes. It's what? On iTunes? iTunes. What, what, what? How do they find us?
1: Podcast from Italy.
0: Podcast from Italy. Spread Let the word. Marque. If you want to tweet us, go ahead and spread the word. And um,
1: Twitter at Lethavlamarque. The blog, you all know, you guys know it all. If you're listening, you
0: rock. Tell a friend, it'd be awesome. Let them know, and um,
1: hopefully we'll see you guys out here.
0: We will. And any questions or comments, uh, anything you guys want us to talk about, shoot us an email, and um, we'll be talking to you in another week or so. Have a wonderful, wonderful uh, day. Thank you for listening. Buona serata. Buona serata. Ciao.
2: and we work tirelessly to create the best lifestyle podcasts and content that will whisk you away to the very heart of Italy. With us, you can savor the mouth-watering flavors, get lost in the stories from the past, break down the cultural barriers, and truly immerse yourself in the vibrant traditions of this intoxicating country. If you have a great podcast idea or are already in production and would like to join Sentire Media, head over to sentiremedia.com That's S E N T I R E media.com and find out how to submit your show.